welcome. Nailed it. What and all. Back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you're joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. But I'm never alone. I want my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to people. Uh, hello, people. Oh, man, oh, man. But we are not alone, Joey LaFaro. Oh, we're not? We have our, our star. See, I keep wanting to call her our guest host. She's not a guest host. I need to, I need to work on that for season four. There's a guest and another host. There's a guest and a host. Candace August, you're back. You're joining us. Hey, Candace. Hey, you. Boo! That's all we say to that. Um, and we do have a special guest this week, Joey LaFaro. Yes. We have the one, only, the funny, the talented comedian, D'Lo, in the building. Welcome to the show, D'Lo. How you feeling? How you feeling? Doing, doing all right, doing all right, man. It is another Dot Comedy Week, Joey LaFaro. I've had fun since the last episode of that comedy podcast. Oh yeah, I'm a little, <clears throat> I'm a little hoarse. I don't know what the hell's going on. I guess I, I got, I got too loud on that, uh, on that welcome. Can, Candace liked this. You're making me real nervous right you now. It. Why, why, you how am I making you nervous? There's a hot in your voice that is hey, wasn't man. there before. It, it gets, it, it happens, Joey. I, 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 I either am. you're converting to Judaism, <laughs> Not this or there week. is an amount of phlegm that concerns me. Nah, don't be concerned about the flim, Joey. We are, we have measured the Dot Comedy Studio. We are six feet apart from each other the entire time we're in the Dot Comedy Studio. There you go. We measured the state, measured our set previously. Remember that, Joey? Mm-hmm. Remember we spent all that time, that painstaking time measuring this this shit out. So as long as I don't reach out, I'm safe. Yeah, as long as you don't reach out and touch about, me. About here is where I have to yeah. stop. It's <laughs> yes. like a mime wall. Right, right where your monitor is, if you don't come any closer. I can't press the F keys on my keyboard. <laughs> Everything below that is safe. Open a window or something, get some fresh air circulating, y'all be fine. That's just going to make everybody get the flu as opposed to COVID, Jesus. It is cold in D.C. this time of year. I didn't, I didn't. It wasn't cold on Christmas Day, though. It was nice. You know, it was weird. It was like up northwest where it's normally like nice. It yeah. was like snowing, and we got the 70 degrees. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was the, weirdest, the weirdest Christmas I've had in a number of years. Which is really weird when I was watching Die Hard 2 on Christmas. Like, cause I was like that level of snow, you can't, you could not fathom with the weather that was outside. <laughs> True. Like someone's going to watch that movie and say it doesn't hold up because the weather doesn't make sense. Yeah. Global warming has ruined Die Hard for everybody. Uh, man, you know what I did? I did get a chance to watch Die Hard. Um, and I figured, I figured something else out, Joey. What's that? Um, Bruce Willis has a lot of movies that were made around Christmas. Does? Yes. Both, like? of, both of the red movies were made around Christmas. I did not know that. Because if you look at if you look at them, they're they're um there's some Christmas tree. No, it, when he goes and takes the bad guy's house, there's a Christmas tree in the background. Okay. You've never seen Red? Here's the thing about Don Hart being a being a Christmas movie, that whole argument. There just because the movie happens on Christmas doesn't make it a it has to be about Christmas to be a Christmas it movie. was about That's Christmas Candace he Christmas was movie. going there to fix his family he wouldn't have been in LA if he weren't trying to heal his family there you go so therefore it's a Christmas movie now Die Hard 2 not so much Die Hard 2 was exactly what you're talking about but Die Hard 1 was a Christmas movie okay because because if, if, if you would you say Home Alone's a Christmas movie Yes. Nah, he, no. he got left. He got left at home alone. He got it. Could have happened in the summer. That's a heist film. I look at Home Alone like Ocean's Eleven. 
That's, a, that's how I look at Home Alone. It's just it's a heist film where the kid gets Love the upper hand. Christmas movie. It has Christmas music in it. It's 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 Christmas. See, she's inconsistencies. <laughs> oh man, oh man. But Joey, we did have a good week since last since you know last I episode. Found Disney Plus. What? Disney Plus said Iron Man three is a Christmas movie because it is on their holidays playlist. Which one is Iron Man three? Is the is that one, the one where she gets she turns the one with the fake yellow? Mandarin? Oh, the, how is that that one? Is that one? I don't know what Disney Plus said. I don't. I didn't make that argument. I'm not, the one, the second one, I would think would be a no. That no, that it does take place at Christmas because he lands in the snow when he meets that little boy that no one knows anything about until he dies. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying Disney declared it that way. Hey, congratulations. I, I wasn't ex- Got a new holiday I favorite. wasn't expecting that to be in the in the holidays movies with Jingle uh, Jingle Jingle All the Way or whatever the heck that Jingle, was. Jingle All the Way is a good movie. Okay, I ain't seen it. Well, either. here's what I can tell you about the holidays is that they fuck up travel plans. Okay. So here is what my little tiny rant that I wanted to go on. <laughs> Delta canceled my flight at the last minute, literally emailed me maybe an hour before it was going to be boarding time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your flight's canceled. So Were you at I the airport? Another flight. Huh? Were you at the airport? Yes, I was. <laughs> they email you at the airport. Hey, that flight you're getting on ain't going. <laughs> Look, it's hey, not. We're it under- ain't there. All right. Like our- an hour before boarding time. And this was a 5 a.m. flight. So I'm in the airport at like 3.45, 4 o'clock in the morning getting an email that it's canceled. With the four other people that wanted to go to Utah that day. (laughs) So anyway, I I ended up having to fly into Las Vegas instead of directly into Utah. Mm -hmm. Now, if I had bought the flight to begin with to fly into Las Vegas, I could have saved myself like two, three hundred dollars because that's a huge international airport versus the regional airport that I bought a ticket to, which cost more. Uh-huh. So I still paid all this extra money to still fly into Vegas, which is two hours away from where I'm at. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. I called Delta to see if I can get a credit or how they're going to rectify the situation. Their whole time was damn near three hours. <laughs> and when you call, they announce that shit like it's acceptable. It's like, <laughs> hi, welcome to Delta. Your whole time is three hours, is two hours and forty six minutes. Like they just say that, like it's okay. Come on, like, Candace. You know they pause. We will be with you shortly in three hours, two hours and forty six <laughs> minutes. And they just said it like, yeah, that's just what it is. Like, it's what? It's not an actual person saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Because if an actual person said that, they go, your whole time is two hours and 46 minutes. Shit. Who's going to stay on the phone this long? <laughs> How many people do they have over there answering the phone? Like three people? None. Like what? Five guys named Ahmed. Do you, I, I've worked in a call center. They're, the whole job of a call center is to operate with as few people as possible. Yes. Yes. That That's is true. true. And, then when, true. and then when Rona hit, they, they just lose people altogether. And mostly call center jobs Pay nothing. So when and when they someone, suck, as you yeah, were about to say, suck. they <laughs> suck. I understand 
that have worked in call centers for many years and, and they do try to run with as few people as possible. Mm -hmm. But if your whole time is almost three hours, then you have too few people. That's not as few people as possible. That's way less than what you need if the whole time is almost three hours. The pay is shit to begin with. They probably aren't, they're probably outsourcing to, to not have get benefits and that outsourced company probably can't like replace those people that quickly. Yeah. You got to actually know the stuff so you don't cost the company more money when you book something or say yes to something you aren't supposed to say yes to. Very true. And then you add in the fact that people are getting sick all over the place. So, you know, even though like, they, they, they probably have a, most of these outsourced companies make the call center people still come into the office because they don't trust the employees to work from home. How, how do you work from home on a call at a call center? Though? Oh, super easy. It's all digital now. What it's do you not. mean? It's the easiest thing to do from home. It's, you are doing the same shit you're doing in the office, sitting at a desk on your computer. Yeah, you don't have to go to an office. Are you going to give somebody who's making $15 an hour a whole computer? They are not yes. coming back in. They, they ain't coming back <laughs> that, to work. That computer, you bought it for them. That is their <laughs> computer now. My point is this. I, I'm never, as much as I can avoid it, some places in only Delta, it, I can get there on only Delta. But as much as I can afford it, I uh, avoid it, I will fly any other airline other than Delta. Because when I have a problem, I would like customer service to assist me, and I don't have time to wait three hours on hold that's absolutely ridiculous i don't think so any i will never <laughs> buy a ticket from them again because god forbid i have a problem and have to reach them and this is how long it takes to reach somebody i never did get anybody i just hung up and sent a fucking email i wonder if there's going to be yeah and you're doing it wrong first of all the, mm. the way you get attention from these companies is to go on social media yes you have to blast tweet them, them on twitter and uh, twitter twitter Tweeter tweet on, the, is, on the tweeter. Yeah, you gotta hit, hit him at the tweeter. You gotta get these. You gotta go with the young people and get on the tweeter and the TikTok <laughs> and the uh, and the book of faces and tell them that they ain't shit. They ain't shit publicly. Who is their like manager of operations of call center and customer service because they are failing miserably. Uh, they're uh, they're under they're overwhelmed. underpaid and overworked. Yeah, overworked. I, I guarantee you, underpaid, overworked middle managers are, are what you're gonna deal with there. Um, who are gonna listen to you yell at them about how the company sucks, and they will tell you, "Ma'am, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, we we will try to get something for you in the next 72 to 57 days. Yeah. Um, hopefully, right. you don't need another flight. You're you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> yes. Good luck. Yeah. Good so luck. anyway, that just good luck. Allah bless and have a good day. <laughs> Go yeah. on about your day. Oh man, but what I, could, I couldn't believe it. I spending, you know, forty minutes on hold is is too much. Three hours? That that was insane. I'm anyway. Hold the whole flight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What about you, D Lo? Anything happen to you this week, D Lo? Uh well, you know. Um let's see, uh I did some cool shows this week. Um you know oh, we had about So um I did an open mic on Tuesday, and then Wednesday I actually did a show with Tommy Taylor, um, Matt Bergman, um, Kevin Anthony, and Damon Williams. Oh, wow. Oh, that one was at City Winery. That was pretty dope. It, it was a good show. It was nice. definitely a good show. It was interesting for me because it was a clean show. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> was that one of the ones that Nikki produced? No, this was the Almost Ladies Night. Oh, so Tommy Taylor produced it. Yeah, okay. it was Tommy's, and that was cool. Um, spent you know the holidays with some family. Got a chance to see some people I haven't seen in a while. Caught COVID, so that was fun. Uh, oh no, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not mad because I feel like 
like I kind of got like the bitch ass version of COVID because <laughs> I don't get like the real symptoms. You know what I mean? I always get like the sniffles and and like a quick cough or something. So nobody really takes it seriously when I get COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kinda, uh, you know, uh, you didn't get the real COVID. You didn't have a fever, <laughs> would you? You wasn't sweating, nigga. They'd be bad. Because you know, I still be making t-shirts and shit. You said when I get COVID, like this is a thing that just happens on a routine basis. Like every couple of weeks when I get COVID, it's all good. Everybody everybody just be mad at me. <laughs> you know, it's like, what can I say every season? You know, I get COVID. <laughs> Uh-oh. Can I say, you know, I got to test out each type, you know, just to see what it does. You got to catch see them all. See if the vaccine works or not, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but other than that, you know, I've been chilling. I kind of feel like at the end of the day, I might have needed this time off because I've been working a lot. Kind of switched to nighttime work. So I've been working a lot. Maybe I needed this time off anyway. Yeah. You know. Now, that, the streets want to know, where did you, where do you believe that you contracted COVID? D-Lo. Where I believe I contracted COVID was from the United States Post Office. That's where I think we got it from. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, either there or um, I did go to an open mic on Tuesday down in Temple Hills. I won't say the person's name, but he knows who it is. Um, I'm not really. It's between one of those two places because they did yeah. tell us at work that a couple people had it, but. They kind of were like, hey, somebody in this building has COVID. Sign this paper. And I'm like, wait a minute, time out. <laughs> <laughs> like, who has it? Did I work with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. The oh, my. Yeah, so it was what it was. I mean, I signed the paper because I didn't want to get fired or nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get sent home. Right. Wait, hold on. You know what I just thought about? So remember when COVID first came out and they were telling you to, like, wash off your groceries and shit before you oh my brought God. them in the house? So, so many if handy there's wipes. an outbreak at the post office, should I be like wiping down my mail and shit before I open it? You better spray it. You better do something. Get you okay. some all right. Put it right next to your mailbox because I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I don't know right. what to tell you. Just don't inhale <laughs> your mail. That's good inside info. Thank you. Yeah, don't don't. Yeah, and it would be it would it would really suck if like some junk mail gave you COVID. You know, yeah. what I mean? like <laughs> a, a pamphlet from Aldi or something. <laughs> I have an entire stack of mail from like the past two months because it, it's just so much garbage in it mm-hmm. that I don't want to go through it. It just keeps piling up. Every time I look over, like there's like fifteen catalogs that I don't I don't need. Don't, don't do it. Throw it away. You guys, this is the second post office uh, person we had on the third. show. Third. Third, okay, all right, oh, wow. nice. We are friends of the postal service. It's weird how, I, I, like, a year ago, I knew no one that worked at the post office, and now I know four people that work at the post office. Now, like, every guest on the show is like a postal worker. <laughs> well, a year ago, all the postal workers were at home collecting seventy five percent of their check, and they they was chilling. So now mm-hmm. they back at work, you know, and they got stuff to talk about now because they wasn't doing it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, now we got stuff to complain about, so we here for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm just glad y'all finding better outlets than uh than, than going off with the, as they say, post. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna use I the word. <laughs> oh man, but Joey, how how was your week, man? Uh, speaking of going postal, uh, so I had the pleasure of uh, doing some fun shows like right before the holidays. Okay. Um, I went from like not doing a show to doing like. I did four in like two days. Yeah, you did. You you did a nice stretch of uh, of, of telling funny people funny stuff. Yeah, I had uh, I had uh, we had a great show at the Ugly Mug. Oh like, yeah, right. Uh, the Christmas Eve Eve, mm-hmm. and the day before that, um, I got to meet uh, Red Crocs and do his room down on Ninth Street. Okay, and then I found out that day 
that uh, Tony Woods was having a pop-up open mic at a bar called JoJo's. Awesome. Which is down mm. U Street. Okay. That, sounds, that sounds amazing. Like, and so, is this Maryland? Is this D.C.? DC. Where's this DC. It's on U okay. Street and D Street. Yeah. And I, you know, like I realized, like I looked at, I looked at the GPS. I'm like, oh, I could walk there. Like this is, this is close. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I can get two shows in tonight. I can never get two shows in. Because usually <laughs> I'm at Nottingham's and it's like middle of nowhere. So I did the, I got I ended up going first at, uh, at the Red Croc show, uh, and I was like, perfect. I can just dip. I told them where I was going. I was like, hey, I gotta, t- I gotta go do this Tony Woods open mic. They were like, that's dope. We can't even be mad at you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> did so, no one else go with you? <laughs> No. <laughs> Mostly because I didn't know anybody else on that show. Oh, okay. They had a dude that was there from Fredericksburg. I don't know why you're coming in to do a Wednesday night show at a at a kebab hut. It literally, I think the name did of the place, the, the name of the place is Kebab Restaurant. Oh, okay. Did, like, he, did, he, talk, even, did he talk about? Uh... Not, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this. It, I'm not calling it that. That's the name of the place. <laughs> the Kebab Restaurant. Kebab Restaurant. Hey, Joey. What do they serve there? <laughs> uh, Jack and Cokes and plastic cups. <laughs> I had a, two Jack and Cokes. I think they were Jack and Cokes. They were served in a Dixie cup. All I know is it tasted very different from the Jack and Coke I got at JoJo's, which was a professional drink. Mm. Wow. Understandable. <laughs> um, so I go over to, to – so I'm at the show, and I see that um, Tom Dykes, friend of the show, yes. is, uh, is posting, like, hey, Tony Woods doing open mic over here. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to come over there afterwards. I get there, and it's just Tom and Tony. <laughs> And a bunch of musicians, because apparently there was a, there was like a musician open mic there, but like the they and Tony and, and Tom had did some comedy, and then they stopped because no one else was there. So I got there, I was like, "Oh, is there a list?" And Tony's like, "You the only comic here, so no." <laughs> so I just ended up hanging out, thinking nothing's gonna happen, right? And then after like like uh, I think my second drink, I hear Tony is back up on the stage and grabbing a mic, and he's like talking shit as Tony does, and. All of a sudden, he's like, I'm about to bring this dude up here. And I'm like, okay, is this happening now? <laughs> Next thing I know, he's brought me up, and he's doing his little riff thing. You know, I told him I was from Beltsville. He thought I was from Belgium. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if he did it on purpose, but, you know. Never know. Anyway, and I go through it. I, you know, I, I was not, it was not one of my best sets because it was just a weird vibe in the room. Mm-hmm. I say the following. I will leave you with this. And I'm start my last joke. Okay. And a supposed comedian decides at this point in time. Oh, not supposed. Well, the dude didn't tell no jokes. So he decides to heckle me. Again, it's a fucking open mic. Like, like I said something about sleep apnea and he goes, black people don't get that. I'm like, what? Why? What? Like what? Well, the... Wait a minute. You skipped the part of the story because at first you said you were the only comedian there, so people are starting to fill in now. There was don't no, literally Where did that come from? a couple. A couple. Of, he. I don't know. He came in during my set. Like he wasn't there when my set started. All I know is okay. I'm entering my last joke, and there's a guy standing by the stairwell in the front, and like in my last and halfway through my last last joke, he decides to interrupt me. And I'm like, dude, okay. if you really, then he starts to tell me like, oh, you know, you suck, da da da, you're not funny. I'm like, dude, if you think I suck that much, just shut up and I'll get off the stage. Like I'm trying to finish, but you're keeping me here and making everybody else sit here, and you're not even being funny about it. Like if you're gonna heckle me and you're a comic, 
be funny or something. Like, just shut the fuck up. So eventually I told him we could talk about this outside because I didn't want to hold up the show or, you know, get into it with him in, you know, around there. And, of course, so his evil watch, it was, dude kept coming at me, and I'm like, I will ignore you to a certain point, but I'm from PG County. You can only call me so many things before I'm going to say something back to you. Oh. Wait, did you try to do crowd work and joke on it? Like, what I didn't started know. this? Him, him. I don't do that. I never have. Joey doesn't do crowd you work. See me, you see me host <laughs> Joey doesn't do crowd work. When have I ever invited crowd work? When have I ever joned so, on anybody? So this wasn't provoked in any way? Not Just any you sort. Doing your okay. Drop the name. Except that I, I don't know his name. His name, <laughs> his name in the credits of life is bitch ass number five. Man. If I see him again, I will be gladly call him out because that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. First of all, it's an open mic. You have no idea what someone's working on or adjusting. You have no idea. And then to be a comic and then decide that's the time to to it just everything about it was just like, OK. But what was the was he trying to show off in front of Tony or like I don't what, know what I he was some- doing. Like it I, had no purpose. I like other than like he was mad that I was on the stage and he wasn't. Like what I, I, even, even again, there, I can't I can't rationalize. Like I don't know how bitch ass behavior persists, Candace. I'm not a bitch ass, so I can't <laughs> okay. go into the mind of bitch assery to figure out how that works. Okay, it just seems so random. Was he drunk? Like I mean, he was definitely drunk, but that okay. I mean. He wasn't drinking there. It seemed like that bitch ass comment uh, struck a struck a chord with D'Lo because <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, praise right. him." <laughs> I'm sitting here looking, and I'm like, "Joey, your arms are too big for that." <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, I, I say in my set, out there talking trash, I, dog. You talk, need to smack that motherfucker. Man. I talk in my set about doing jujitsu, like. I will be like people mistake my kindness for weakness all the fucking time, and this dude decided to keep coming at me, and I'm like, bro, like, I'll like, I'm gonna finish my drink, but then if we need to finish this conversation outside, that can happen, and you're gonna die. Like, I don't, I play for fucking, I don't. You push me to that point. I, I play for keeps, bitch. The, like, bro. <laughs> no. I don't fight. Okay, so I did strangle. Like? Was it a big dude? Like, tell us, tell us about the guy. He was some skinny bitch in a coat. Like, I don't know. It just... Was he black? Yes. Mm. Young? Or young? Old? I don't know. I mean, he, mm. he ain't that young with that forehead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That hairline. Damn. See, I don't know. You can't do that, man. Speaking to people with bad hairlines, that is. Yeah, that but is... I don't rock it on purpose. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about How other you people. How are you going to have that hairline and have braids off the side? Oh, well. So what happened when you got off stage, John? I went back and sat down and had my drink. And then he came over, and I even tried to be reasonable. Like, all right, what did I say that offended you? He's like, you were talking about going outside. I'm like, he's like, you started it. I'm like, no, no, no. That was the last thing I said to you after I told you to shut the fuck up five times after you rudely interrupted me. And then he's like, well, you a bitch. You uh, F, you know, I'm not going to repeat it. As soon as he said you was a bitch is when you should have knocked him out that chair. Yeah. I did tell him to go suck a dick in an alley, and then he told me he was going to slap me, and I said, go ahead. Go slap I'm me. proud of you for that comment, though. Yeah. What the fuck? You suck a dick in an alley. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> the funny part is, because he called me a faggot, and I was like, okay. And, then so, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to throw it right back. And then he said I was saying crazy shit. Like, do you see, like, what... 
How are you going to say that? And then I say that and that bothers you that much. Like, I didn't threaten him physically. Oh, he pulled a baby mama on you. He tried to play the. He pulled a Karen. <laughs> He's a Karen ass bitch. <laughs> like, how are you going to attack me? Then, as soon as I say something that made you feel some type of way, play a victim. Like, something like I did something to you. Mm. Fucking bitch. Why are men so toxic? Y'all toxic. Like, what the, what the fuck was that? That was I didn't toxic. I do message. nothing. I, I don't know. I start nothing on purpose because I do once I start I don't I finish there's no there's so no modicum of moderation within me okay well but you said he lot. wasn't funny he had a bad hairline and braids <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I don't know what this bro like this nigga's losing as is he <laughs> is <laughs> losing <laughs> all around if Joey hit him, that would just be in there. Travis is on my do you know who I am like no you're not like I don't care who you are you're irrelevant <laughs> Oh, you don't know Tyrone from T Street? I don't like, dude. I, I run. I've been in DC comedy scene long enough that if I don't know who you are, you still ain't shit. Like if right. I, like I, I would have heard something about you from somewhere. Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that, Joey, on this on this lovely Christmas season. And then I went out the next night and did 13 minutes because I had to hold for laughs. So look at Joey out here. Good job. Hashtag win. <laughs> Joey LaFaro making the people laugh. That's, that's what I like to hear. I like to hear Joey LaFaro makes people laugh. Candace August makes people laugh. Comedian D-Lo makes people laugh. DJ Marcus just spends records and hopes somebody shows up. And as always, uh, all of our guests appear by the CPMMA fight line. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. CPMMA, if you want to get your fight on, if that guy's listening to the Die Come Comedy fight Podcast, me. he can beat Joey LaFaro and catch those Come hands. Come to church. At CPMMA, because Joey LaFaro does nothing but give out ass whoopings. Catch these biceps in your throat. Ooh, damn. Oh, that's okay. Y'all violent. Well, that's the toxicity. The toxicity of our city. Oh, uh, man, but yep. Joey, <laughs> Joey, it is. All I heard was disorder. That plays in my head regularly. But, oh, uh, man, we're going to take a break, Joey. Okay. You know what we're going to do? We're going to sit down and have a conversation with our special guest this week, comedian D-Lo. Do I have to get up to sit down? No. Okay. No. Yeah, I, I don't know why he would, but we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills on me, Dad Comedy Podcast. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. And we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast. And this segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. That's right. The Smooth My Balls, Turf Chopper 3.0, the preferred razor of the Dot Comedy Podcast. If you're looking for something to keep your nether region smooth, that's, you don't even have to have balls to use it. We've learned that here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Candice, how did it do for you? Y'all still haven't given me my uh, package. I thought I was going to get it for Christmas in the mail. Nobody sent it. We sent it to Utah. I sent it to Candace in Utah. I don't know where you are. You don't give me your address. I keep telling you, just drop drop me your address, and I'll deliver it. This is exactly why I said we'll give it to you next time you're in town. <laughs> All you got to do is drop me your address, Candace. I guarantee you. But you get 20% off if you use the link in our link tree. The link on our dot com. Wherever dot comedy is, you can find our link tree. 
and you can get twenty percent off a smooth my boss turf chopper three point And we're back in the dot comedy podcast. Joey Lafaro, Candace August, DJ Mark is my special guest this week. Comedian D Lo. Oh man, Joey. Yo. I feel like a champion, Joey. You do? I do. Because we have a special guest. Oh, okay. This week. Oh, yeah. And 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 the reason I feel like a champion is because we have our special guest is a guest of note. Now, Joey Lafaro, when Joey Laf- Joey Lafaro came to me about four months ago and said he was he was going on a on a on a quest to find the best comedians in the DMV to come on the Dot Comedy Podcast, I said, Joey, you're crazy. None of them want to come on the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. They 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 all they all know us. They all have they've they've either been to our they were at our open mics, they know who you are, but they don't want to come on this show. And Joey's like, no, I got it, man. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it. And I, you know, and I said, okay, Joey, prove it to me. And he started, he gave me a lineup. He said, here's all the comedians we're going to have on the Die Comedy Podcast for the next month. And on the top of that list was comedian D-Lo. And I said, how the hell did you do that? And Joey LaFaro looked at me and he said, you know what? I'm good at what I do. And I went, well, shit, I guess I, guess I believe in you, Joey LaFaro. Because comedian D-Lo was probably one of the funniest comedians that I've seen do comedy um amen and i and i am honored to have her on and sitting with the break with the with the dot comedy logo behind her even though it's on the screen we want her on a show one day to uh, to push this brand a little further joey lafaro so work mm. on that next uh, but we were supposed to have you on about a month ago d-lo and we ran into some issues uh there was a fire in the dot comedy studios we got it back all painted and nice and neat um, but we got, but we do have you on now, and I want to say welcome, ma'am, to the Die Comedy Podcast. Thank you, thank you, uh, oh, man. But we want to, we want to ask you a few questions. We want to sit because the Die Comedy family. Hold on, I gotta jump in on the D-Lo, um introduction because I have things that I want to say oh. about D-Lo because oh. she's fucking amazing. She don't do this oh, shit me. ever. What the hell? Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't jump in on the introductions. I'd be quiet this whole time playing on my phone. You can ask them, but listen. <laughs> I, she even got her titties amazing. out for you. She, put her t- she pulled her titties out for you this week, Lilo. She ain't, she ain't pulled them out ever. They've been covered up for so long, she don't even know what they look like. But she pulled them out this week for you. <laughs> so go ahead, Candace. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is this. So when I first met Lilo, I was doing bringer shows in the city. And then she came on there, and I, had, I hadn't seen her perform anymore. And I believe this was in the very beginning when, when you first started doing comedy. I'm not sure, but I think you had just, yep. just, just started. Yep. Um, and she came, and she came with, like, dozens of people. She had all these friends and this following in Baltimore that just thought she was naturally funny and just wanted to see her perform. So this is somebody who's, like, brand new to, the, to comedy and already has a following. Like, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And she performs, and when I tell you, one of the most just naturally talented, funny performers that I have ever seen. It was just effortless. It was just like her up there talking to friends, and it was fucking hilarious. Like you could feel the rumbles in the room, just so, so funny. And this is, she's a comedian that like I, one of my favorites, like top three, I feel like that I've ever seen as far as, um, you know, DMV comedians, famous comedians, whatever, whoever, just in the top upper echelon of just raw talent. Very, very funny. And I've been impressed since day one when I've ever seen her. 
I was actually looking on in my uh, old phone and seeing if I could, because I know I have it. I still have my certificate from the competition. That I for you? Yes, I still have that joint. I just got to find it. I still have it. And I was pressed, too. I was <laughs> like, I remember Candace was having the competitions, and I just wanted to get on them joints. Now, let's be clear. All of those people that came with me, they weren't supporting me. Um they were in a community service organization that I'm in and I'm the president. So I told all of them that I wasn't going to give them no community service hours if they didn't show up. That's what that was. So you're going to do, you're going to come here. This is your service, sis. I don't know what to tell you. Gotcha. Um, like that was yeah, fun. I, was I remember. Like, you showed like, up with like 20 people. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> she don't need yeah, to And I'm like, she won. There's no surprise ending. No surprise ending. She won the contest by a landslide because she was the fucking hilarious person in the room and um when she won she messaged me like a joke like hey i want a certificate for my wedding <laughs> and i like went in an app and like made her a fucking <laughs> certificate a for her winning it was a pink one that said pretty funny on the top that's awesome <laughs> That's awesome. Here. I never got a certificate from Pretty Funny. She doesn't need. She doesn't need those people. <laughs> to not win. me, dog. Okay. Not me. All right. I guess. But see, you don't need. You don't need those people to win competitions. I remember because I was at a competition. I thought I did well at, and then I heard the words. And coming up next, D'Lo, and I was like, I lost. It's over. <laughs> right. Right. I told Miss Chocolate, you don't even need to finish. We go. We know what's going to happen. Oh, at Tacoma. Yes. Oh, okay. My bad, dog. <laughs> I was like, so I mean, he was telling us about this, and I yeah. think he told us he came up second or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, but D-Lo was there. So you weren't getting first anyway. So it's kind of like you got first of what was left over because D-Lo was there. Yeah, like, like, he was really, really good. I feel like we could have split it because he was really good. <laughs> he was really good. The only thing is I was a little lit because I had driven from Baltimore and I had a little beverage on the road, you know what I mean? So at first I didn't know that was you. I was like, who is this guy? He's funny. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I think oh, we could have split that one honestly because you were really funny. Though. You, you you were good that day. You were really good that night. I was it was gonna, I was I was not I was going to deny it because I was like I already know you're funnier than me. That's not in question. I would have been I would have felt uncomfortable like even pretending pretending to be in that class. So, but you would have took that money though. Oh yeah, uh, I was. <laughs> honest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an honor to share that stage with you, though. Awesome, that is awesome. We all feel the same about performing with you. When they put on that show, remember the show we did together at like at an apartment complex or something for dot comedy? Yeah, because Jesse, Jesse, we got to give Jesse a shout out. Jesse's the one who first yeah. introduced me to your talent. Put yes. it that way. That was shown in Columbia, right? I don't remember which one it was. I think all I remember was, was Jesse was like, "Yo, this D'Lo is awesome." We need to get I, think that was that, I think that I was, was like, that. I think that was that. You were there, Marcus. Yeah, I think that you was that show in Columbia. Teaching. That was when we did that that one that one that one off in that Columbia show across the street from the mall. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. You're right. With Tommy. Tom, All I know is Tommy Cimbazo. Whenever D-Lo's yeah. on the lineup, I'm like, please let me go before her. Please yeah. don't let me go. Before her. Please let me go before her. Yeah, because we had Tommy on the podcast that week. That was a that, that, see. We have these fire ass lineups, man. We do. That comedy is the shit. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We still in the goddamn basement, and we trying to figure out where <laughs> where all this time went. But yeah, Dilo, we want again welcome you to the podcast uh, once again. Um, but we're but we just want we want the Die Comedy Nation to know you. So where where'd you come from? Where'd you start out with comedy? What made you get into it? Um. Okay, so I'm from Baltimore. Um. Unfortunately, uh, so <laughs> I started in Baltimore. I actually. 
the way that I got into comedy, it was random. I never really um, looked into the idea of being a comedian. I had a couple of friends that may have mentioned stuff, um, but I never took it seriously. I did like maybe one open mic and I didn't win. They had like a crowd participation thing and I had like one person with me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't win that one. So I kind of left it alone. Then maybe like two years later, which was 2015, um, I had some friends that invited me over and I had some laundry I needed to do. So I took it with me <laughs> and, um, because I'm not petty, you know what I mean? I feel like I should be hospitable. I should bring something with me. So I stopped at the liquor store mm -hmm. and I bought two bottles of vodka. Unfortunately, they were cheap. It was like two for $10. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I brought the vodka over and we got the drinking and I was doing my laundry and everything and me being drunk and playing too much. I ended up falling and breaking my ankle. Oh. And wow. I was out of work for three months oh, and wow. doing what a lot of people in Baltimore do when we are bored and you have a vehicle, you just drive around the city and pick people up. They call it hacking. That's that thing they do with yeah. the finger like this. So I was doing that and I picked up um, a girl whose name was Tanya Brown. She also goes by Dyke with a mic. Um, she does <laughs> like, cool. yeah, it, it's interesting. She does hostings and stuff now, but she was doing comedy then. And we were just talking, and I was going to drop her off or whatever, and she just told me about some of the open mics that she went to and um, kind of linked me up with this guy who was running kind of a comedy team. Oh, wow. And I went to an open mic the first time, still on crutches and everything, and just did a little something, I guess, just talking, really. I At the time, I didn't really know what a set was. Mm -hmm. I really had no idea how to, like, formulate a set for the stage for real. And um, they took a chance on me. And then from there, um, you know, I worked with the team for a good minute and then I kind of branched off on my own and just started hitting open mics like three or four times a week. And it was to the point, like I would get off of work, you know, I would have my clothes in the car. I would change at work, go to the mic, come back to work, sleep in the parking lot, wash up at the office and then go back to work. And it would oh, be wow. like that throughout the week. Um, and then- Fine. Just eventually, you know, we get to where we are now. Um, in November, I hit six years, and awesome. it's been an interesting ride. I'll say that. Awesome. That is awesome, man. I, now, I, now, let me speak to some of your Facebook rants, because you, you get on Facebook once every six months, I would say, mm -hmm. annually. You, you quit comedy twice off. a year. You get on you get on Facebook and quit comedy twice a year. So mm -hmm. uh, that's about that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I do that um pretty often. Um I get frustrated easily. Like I'm an A type personality, so I'm very hard on myself when it comes to being on stage. A lot of comics, uh promoters, old head comics and stuff, they get on me about that because they're like, Stop being so hard on yourself, you know, it's a whole it, comedy is not a race, it's a marathon. So you're supposed to take time and build. Um my issue is when I go on stage, I wanna be the best every single time. And so I kind of get down on myself or if I feel like there's certain opportunities and I'm not going to say that I deserve the opportunity over the next person, but sometimes I feel like, um, you do, I deserve the opportunity over the next person. Say that again. Sometimes you feel like you deserve the opportunity over the next person. Sometimes I do, but I feel like, you know, being a woman in comedy and I'm a little different, but being a woman that's in comedy, I feel like in each city, there's probably a certain amount of comics that are female. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of the time they pulled the same people out of that, that, that group. Oh, and I get tired yeah. of seeing stuff like that, oh, or I get tired of some of the things that I have to deal with. Some of the things that people say, 
um, whatever in regards to my comedy. So I get frustrated and I just be like, you know what? I quit. Mm. Are, are people, I'm not talking about comedy though. I'll be clear. Sometimes I'm talking about my job, so you just gotta decipher. <laughs> okay. So when you say some of the things that people say in regards to your, are people saying something negative in regards to your comedy? Because I can't imagine there's anything negative to say. Sometimes I get a lot of people who say, oh yeah, she's funny, but um, her set's not gonna take her nowhere, or she's funny, but she does too much of this, or she's too aggressive and she scares the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, or I get those people who just do stuff that I think is just disrespectful, like introduce me when I go on stage and say, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, things like that. Wow. Like, it's disrespectful. Doing that. I've had that happen about five or six times. And really? I get sick of it because people will tell me to watch my mouth or watch my temper and everything. And I have a bad temper. I'd be ready to, you know, jump in somebody's ass. But they tell me that that's going to affect my comedy career. And it gets so frustrating because I can't really voice it to everybody because everybody can't understand it. There's not a lot of women in my city like me. Mm. Yeah. That's just an insensitive ass, homophobic, transphobic, asshole, ignorant, unwoke person. Who would do that? And that's why they get their asses burnt up as soon as I get on stage. That's exactly yeah, I mean, it, it's this, this, the comedy world is a uh, is a weird world. Like, it, it, take, it takes a different kind of human being to sit in it for a little, for a long extended period of time. Um, right. But in the very least, you should have respect for the other performers on your lineup. Candace, like, did, did you not just hear the story I told? Like, I, <laughs> that was no point. Comics, not a com- show. My point is, comics are jerks. Like, <laughs> comics are assholes ninety percent of the time. I think that's the easy thing to forget here, because like I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like on the one hand, I'm like, who's that stupid to be saying this shit? Yeah, right. But, but on yeah. the other hand, I've I've met enough comics to know it's totally believable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can. Are, are they just people, think that they're really being funny? Are these yeah. comics other comics or are these showrunners or both? They're other comics. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, and they they. Are, like, it'll be a comic that throws the show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the actual producer slash host of the show that it's booked not, you is, a is saying this. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's wild. And these are people mm-hmm. that I have worked with several times or people who were doing, you know, who were in comedy. We were coming up at the same time. So they, so know, they know damn good and well mm-hmm. who and what you are, but they just think this is funny. And they also... So know- sometimes I think that they do it to set me off because they know how I'm going to react to it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a funnier set because you're like, that's what, is that what they think? They're like setting you I'm, up to go off and that's going to be funny? I think so. But whatever. You, know, you don't need help. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm going to go off on you regardless. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, uh, But I mean, it is, you take it with a grain of salt because I know that other people go through all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is everything okay? <laughs> My mother keeps calling me, and I don't know what's going on. She had a fire earlier. So. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you, do you need a minute? Burning up cookies. That's all it was. She keep cooking, making cookies. And I don't know what... Who told her to put them down in the broiler? I don't know what planet she's on. <laughs> but... <laughs> she was like, yeah, the fire department came through here and said not to use the broiler. Why the hell did you put the cookies down there, sis? <laughs> but, you know. She's 76, so I can't ask for too much, you know. Saw a different recipe just, on the Food Network. I understand. I've, I've been yeah, there. I don't know what she saw. Maybe at the senior home or something. I don't know what's going on, but. 
do you need to take a break? Check on her. <laughs> you need to check. I'm, check you check. I'm about to text her. Okay. It's just her text messages are going to be real slow. <laughs> <laughs> we understand completely. One one finger at a time. Yeah, yeah she, she's cool though. She she would be good because if it was something really crazy, she would have texted me already. So it's fine. Oh, okay. okay. All right, we're good. Okay. Oh man, but yeah, D-Lo, So so who do you think some of your influences were coming into comedy? I mean, it's 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 a lot of people out there. Who do you think? Who do you think you looked at and say, you know what? I, I'm kind of like them. Um. Well, prior to actually being in, um, the whole comedy world, I would say I was into like Bernie Mac and uh, Arnez J. I was into. Um, I like uh, Big Liz. I like. I didn't know a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. I like Eddie Murphy. But I really was a Bernie Mac fan because I just like his aggression on stage. Yeah. I like um I think that in actuality I like more local comics than I do professional or like famous comics. Mm-hmm. Um Candace was one of the first um female comics that I met. And so for a while I was like stalking you online. I just figured <laughs> I'd share that. Because I was like, yo, I'm trying to be like that, yo. I'm trying to be everywhere. Um <laughs> I like Ty Davis's comedy. Yeah. Um, of course, the ladies that I work with, Ray Diva, Maria Sanchez, Woo Woo. Yeah. I'm more into like local comics. I love King Tank. Um, there's a, of course, Tony Woods. Um, mm-hmm. There's a guy named Frank Nitty. Um, I just, I just like local comics. Really, yeah. I'm really into local comics because I just like the comedy area that you're in, though. Like, I've done comedy in a bunch of states, and the DMV has, like, probably the most talented comics I've ever seen. And that, to me, is even over the New York scene. Like, the DMV just are very, very talented (laughs) bunch of people. I feel like it's, I think it it comes from um, the level of aggression that we bring to the stage. Yeah. Like, when you see a DMV comic, like I've gone to, and it's no shade. I've gone to Chicago. I've gone to Alabama. I've gone to, you know, places that I never would have gone. And I've seen comics that I thought were hilarious, but it's not like at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. <laughs> yep. Or, or I won't say everybody because not that guy that was playing with you at that open mic. <laughs> <laughs> but most people are funny and it's hard to really, like when you put together lineups, it's like you kind of don't know who to choose because everybody's funny. Like, oh, I'm going to get you in the next one. Or I want to put these people together. And you make these killer lineups in this area. I just don't see yeah. it anywhere else. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. You know what's crazy, Joe? Every, totally. every episode I ask our guests who some of their influences are and who they like in comedy. And none of them ever mention, like, anyone anyone they came up with. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious to me because I'm like, you didn't look next to you and say, yeah, you know what? That guy's pretty funny, too. No, it, it, it have t- you met the egos? <laughs> That's not true. Anthony Oakes gave a whole list of um, local comics that he f- he felt influenced him and that he thought were funny. Recently, this funny right there. Again, this is on this is on this is on the the in the December, the month of of stellar comedians that we've had on. That's who would name local. That's who would name friends of theirs who they met in comedy. But all the other ones, they just look back and go, hey, man, I love Mitch Hedburn. He is the greatest. It's right. like, wait, huh? It's, 
It's funny. The more talent, the more talented people we have on, the more local their references get. Yes, that's a, that's yeah. a, that is the truth. Well, another another reason too, Marcus, is a lot of the other comics we have are super brand new, mm-hmm. and maybe they haven't met like all the people on the scene who we know are the influencers. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see I can definitely see that. Oh man, Badillo, yeah. it is definitely a pleasure to have you on. Um, what do you got Thank coming you. up? What do you got coming up going on in the world? Uh, where can they find you on the internet? Okay, so on uh, Facebook, you can find me at Plain Old D-Lo. That's P-L-A-I-N-O-L-D-L-O. Um, on Instagram, it's Red Cup Low. That's R-E-D-C-U-P-L-O. Um, a lot of people ask me why it's Red Cup Low. That's because I also bartend. So eventually, we're going to put the two together and bring something that combines the both. Okay. Um, I have... A show at um, the DC Improv on the 16th, the Comedy Kumite. I don't know how that's going to go, but we're going to try it out. Um, There's one, I believe, in in Gaithersburg on the 22nd, and um, I have another one on the 15th. Those fires will be up. Um, And then on the... Oh, you were saying Jay Burning and Tink. I see that. On the 7th of January, I'll be at Running Hair Vineyard with Brock Snyder again. And okay. then um, there'll be another show with Justo. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Justo, but um, I'll be with him on the 10th of January. So it's pretty light right now. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it picks up, um, that the pandemic eases up and let us stay out here for a little while. Yeah, Omicron needs to light, sit back you down. you just named five shows. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah but that's just, you know, that's a couple of weeks, that's all. That's light for her. <laughs> yeah, that's busy. That's busy for Candace and Joey. Did y'all hear her work <laughs> ethic? Young. I thought I was doing good work this last week. Damn. <laughs> oh man! I do oh, like man. the fact that our uh, that we uh, you're on a show with one of our recent guests, Ron Canada. This okay, Ron. okay, that's what's up. Ron was on with us two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two episodes ago, Ron was on. Oh man! That's my but yeah, Joey, you got anything to ask me? Yes, I do. Okay. DJ Marcus, who would D-Lo be at the Dot Comedy Cookout? All right, so. And thinking about this, I had I had to figure out I had to, had to, had to narrow it down to a couple people. Okay, she's gonna be the cousin that comes in, and everybody's gonna love when when she comes in. So everybody's like, "Oh, oh shit, D-Lo's here! Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. it's gonna be lit." But she's I feel in my spirit I don't know why, but I feel like D-Lo's the cousin or the relative that will say, "Hey." Let's play cards or dominoes just so she could see her other relatives fight during the cookout. That's not me. I, I, I don't. Know, I don't know why I felt that. I don't know why it, it's it's something that, that felt like you would you would do it just to see just to see the reaction to everybody at the end of the night. Not that you want them to fight. You don't want anyone to ever hurt anybody at these bar at these cookouts. But the funny of it would be, would come out during that time. Now, if I'm close. Say I'm close. If I'm off by uh, by a million miles, you could say that too. It would be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me I'm off. off. I'm off. You off because mm-hmm. I'm straight out the suburbs, so I don't play dominoes, fades, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, no. Uno out this joint. There man. we go. <laughs> I'm saying we ain't mm-hmm. doing that. Um, I probably be the one that um, you know comes to the cookout late. And comes with a carryout container. <laughs> trying to take food with me, 
be asking everybody who made the potato salad or something like that because <laughs> acting like I'm not going to eat it, but you know. You gonna and take just some. sitting in the corner talking trash while I'm drinking, that's pretty much me. Gotcha. All that's right. Um, d we forgot to ask you, how was the Dave Chappelle show? Oh, oh, that was lit. That was lit. Um, so my best friend, well, I was supposed to go to the one in Atlanta at first because I was actually down in Atlanta. Um, oh, sweet. The group, She More Funny, that was the, the other three ladies I mentioned and myself. We were doing like a mini tour in Atlanta. So we were going to go to that show, but we kind of had a hiccup with some tickets or with the with the guest list. So I chose to go to the one in um, D.C. Uh, my best friend ended up hitting me up and was like, hey, somebody I know has tickets. So I'm like, bet. Mm-hmm. So we went. Um, first of all, I was not prepared for the amount of people that was going to be there. Like the line literally from, what's that, the Verizon Center, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From there, it was like back to 6th Street, past like seven Chinese restaurants. <laughs> Damn. Yo, it was long, bro. It was wow. long, long. But they moved fast, so they did well with that. We got to the show. Everything was cool. I missed, um, they had Jeff Ross hosting. I oh, missed um, the beginning of him, but I caught the end of it. Um, Donnell Rawlings. Of course. Um, of course. Teacher. And then they did the um, the the whole movie, um, the documentary. Okay. And then after the documentary, which was lit, it, like you could see that people were getting somewhat emotional in it because everybody was straight quiet. Um, wow. After the documentary was over, then Dave came out. He talked a little bit and he was just like, you know, because this is the last show, this is my hometown. I just want to give you all something that I enjoy. And Erica Badu walked out and we were just oh, like, oh, wow. And then she did her set. And then after that, he came out and her and him and Erica we're both singing and like oh, they, wow. they doing all kinds of songs. They singing sweet thing and all kinds of like it, they were going Holy off. Shit. At this point, this fool gets on the microphone and he's like, I don't give a fuck what time the Metro closed. So niggas is mad. <laughs> they trying to get outside to get on the train. He's like, I don't give a fuck what time the Metro closed. I ain't took the train in years. And he just kept going. Wow. He brought, um, then he brought EU out and then they, they rocked oh, wow. until it was over. And that was that was the show. It was it was definitely lit though. That is that wow. sounds like a lit show. Damn it, yeah, Joey. Yeah. And I mean, just uh, the only thing that was that was different for me, I've never seen it in another show, was the whole cell phone bag thing. Mm. Like yeah, those zip up bags. Like he was not playing about you recording this show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I ain't mad at him. Hey. I mean, they can yeah. find some smaller bags though. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. I mean, there's a reason they didn't put that film out on. Netflix or YouTube or anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So I, I don't I'm not mad at them for that at all. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll get it, it was eventually. Dope. Oh man. It was dope. I did want to there was a question I, I we usually ask I we I think we, we skipped over it. So did we? Speaking of speaking mm-hmm. of date, like Dealer, did you do you have a goal in comedy? Is there a, like a, a, a place you want to get to or are you just kinda enjoying the ride, seeing where it takes you at this point? Um in all honesty, I I'm not really enthused about TV or movies or okay. anything like that. That's not the goal for me. I know a lot of people go for that. I honestly, I just want to be that comic that tours, and I just want to do the biggest venues that I can. Okay. Like, I just want to have the most people in there as possible. Because for me, the thing that keeps me in comedy is the feeling of when the room rocks with laughter. Mm. And I just feel like I want to keep hearing it louder and louder until, you know, like it's deafening. Okay. That's all I want. Okay. 
sound. That's 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 amazing, man. I, I, can, that. I can definitely respect that because it is it's that's part of the being a show person that people don't really talk about is that that feeling you feel on stage when it's like mm-hmm. every, when it's just, when it's when it's clicking, you know it is. Like it, I I, I right. felt it as a DJ I, when I, when I'm actually mm-hmm. doing really good work <laughs> as opposed to just mm-hmm. mixing between one or two songs. Um, but it's it's definitely a great feeling. But we're gonna take a break, Joe. Okay. And you're there already. All you you just need the rooms to get bigger. But the ones you're in you now, you just making yeah. them shake already. So yeah. you already got that half of it. So all you need to do is do the other half and keep getting bigger and bigger. I'm just throwing it out there just in case DC Improv is paying attention. There we go. I'd like to go to the main room, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But but Joey, we're gonna we're gonna take a break, man. Okay. We're gonna get into some more stuff, man. We 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 have this is our end of the year, man. It's it. This is it for the year. We uh, uh we we decided uh, that the dot comedy team was gonna take a quick, gonna take a little break after the after the end of the year. But we gotta talk about what happened this year, man. Yep. We got we had people dying. We had all types of craziness going on this year, man. But we are gonna talk about that and a whole bunch more. I hate being a DJ, Joey Lafar. <laughs> Because I'm padding right now because I'm looking through 10,000 songs. I gave you a whole extra question. I know, and I've, I've been sitting there. You know what? Fuck it. I got one. I'll, I'll use this one. All right. We'll be back with more fun and more thrills in a minute on Dot Comedy Podcast. And we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Tapping Car. That's right, Tapping Car. Looking for an interesting and innovative, innovative way to give your information out to people? Get yourself a Tapping Car. Tired of giving people paper that you know they're going to ball up and throw away? You can tap a Tapping card on their phone and it sends your information right to them. Very innovative, very easy, and very cool to use. Joey LaFaro has one. You like it, Joe? I do. And I think I need to get myself one, too. That's right. Tappy card. And that comedy. And we're back on the podcast, folks. Joey LaFaro. I played this song. What was that? This year? That died? I can't even tell anymore. Yes, it was this year. Yeah. Jesus. That seems like two years ago at this point. Yes. Yeah. We got the full list here. Full list. We got the full list coming up on, 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 on in a few minutes. Um, but I had I had to play this. You know, we, we can't talk about 2021 without without us taking a few L's this year. You know, it, that was it was that was a hard one. Um, but man, what else what else happened this year, Joey? Did, did, this okay. So here's the thing about 2021. It didn't feel as bad as 2020 felt, but it's still a blur. Like 2020 was. Like it didn't seem like a whole. It, it didn't feel like as depressing as 2020 was. Because 2020 felt depressing through it, through and through, all the way throughout the year. I feel like we had a summer in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> but everything else was the same. Yeah, like the 2020 summer was the summer of hate. And it was just bad all over the place. But this year, we actually had a little break in there, and we felt like we were revived a little bit. Uh, just in time for Corona to, to variate itself and uh, and kick us in the nuts one more time. Um, but it did. It started off with a bang, Joey. 
Mm. It did start off with a bang on January 6th. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chip, <laughs> for reminding me that that did fucking happen this year. Uh, that, that, Damn, that was this year too, the insurrection? <laughs> that was the, that's how the year started. Jesus. That's how we started the year. <laughs> we started the year with a whole bunch of white people trying to break, trying to take over our country and uh, turn it back into theirs. And it didn't work. Um, and a few of them got some long, lengthy sentences. Uh, not enough as far as I'm concerned, but hell, that's a, that's the game we play in this democracy we like to live in. And then a week later, we Im- impeached Trump. We impeached him again? He was uh, for an unprecedented second time for incitement of insurrection. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Wait, uh, 20, okay, it started off weird. I'll say, I'll say that about it. It started, off, it started off as a different kind of year. But, I mean, we got a new president. First uh, female vice president. Um H-U. Howard University graduate. I guess you can say that's a good thing, bad thing, or indifferent. I don't know. Um, I'm she, still mad at both their asses. I'm I mean, not, hey, you could be mad now. Shit. I feel I feel like Bernie Sanders, the way he felt on that inauguration day. Because that, <laughs> that picture of him in that seat at the inauguration. That meme that's just, that meme, still lives that in meme our was minds. from this year, too. <laughs> Damn. That was. Wow. This, again, this has been the longest, shortest year year ever like yes. what it flew by but it also was long as hell i don't understand it yeah. this this unlike 2020 which was just like just like extended time right mm-hmm. this one would go really long and speed up and slow it down again <laughs> yeah yeah what, what else happened this year joey remember anything else oh yeah uh we had gosh i had to wait till i click off the screen uh we had the gamestop short squeeze and the AMC uh, so stocks, Wall Street bets. Oh, the whole, stock thing when Robin Hood shut down? Yeah, that was this Robin year, Hood too? Was that this all year. was this year. Yep, that was in January. January, February. Yep. Um, AMC still hasn't made remember, any money. I remember because I was stupid and, and thought the GameStop stock was going to still go up. So I bought one share at like $400 <laughs> on my, right after my birthday. And then Joey lost all of that. It's okay. I bought it in again at 90 and it went back up. There you go. Good job, Joey LaFarge. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. What else happened, man? Uh, there was uh, the vaccines kind of guy. Oh, the space race. The, uh, the, the Oh, that's right. Bunch of billionaires uh, riding dicks in the, in the, in the, in the atmosphere. Um, that's <laughs> Oh, yeah. When Jeff and them went to space. Yeah. Yep. Jeff took Jeff took celebrities up to space. Uh, Elon is saying Jeff ain't going to beat him to, the, to Mars. And uh, the government saying both y'all owe us money. This whole year, this is, this is a weird kind of year. This whole year was a Viagra commercial. Like all these <laughs> old white dudes trying to overcompensate and ejaculate into space. Like hey. all Brand, Branson, Bezos, <laughs> Musk. They're all they all like doing the same. They all it's one giant blue chew ad. <laughs> okay, so uh, we had the, the Olympics. The Olympics were this year. And uh, Jesus and, Christ, the Olympics were this year. Yep. You know why I forgot? Oh, it's when Shikari got kicked out for smoking weed, right? That was this year. Yeah, that was that was yes, yes that was this year. That was this year. Um, was Simone, petty though. That, that was, was petty. That was petty. Yeah. And Simone Biles. Yeah, because if Michael Phelps could swim fast on weed and she could run fast on weed, I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> also, if they're testing for drugs, they should be testing Olympians for performance-enhancing drugs, steroids, right. well, they shit do. like that. Not weed. They do. They just don't test the European ones. Because those ones from Russia definitely on steroids. Mm. I watched them. I watched a woman that was that was a little shorter than Joey pick four hundred pounds and pull it over her head, and I was like, that <laughs> that brought in on steroids. 
I don't know anyone that would put her at a disadvantage. So they should yeah. just be like, oh, okay, if you want to yes. smoke something that's going to slow you down, sure, go ahead and run. Like, I don't understand why they had it, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simone Biles uh, became an even greater legend by saying, I'm the greatest and I'm still not going to do your shit. Like, she just yeah, she did. decided, eh, you know what? I'm already better than you, so I don't have to prove shit. <laughs> I'm not going to do these events. I don't hey. feel like it today. And she has that right to do it, and she's she's been she's been at the top of her game for enough, for enough years that she can just say, "Hey, screw the Olympics this year, I'm good." And Naomi Osaka did the same thing, so it was a big year for uh, mental health in sports. Definitely, Candace, are you hanging I didn't upside know they down? Just quit like that. I would I would assume they signed some sort of a I don't know something that says you have to compete. Like I didn't know you could just quit like that. Hmm. No, you don't have to. You don't have to compete. She- you know, it, it's 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 an amateur competition. If they were at, if they were actual professionals, then they would have, they would they would sign contracts and everything. Simone Biles is not an amateur. What are you talking about? She's yes, she Olympian. is. That, Those, that's, that's amateur sports. That's why that's why professionals haven't been allowed to compete in, in, in the Olympics. That's why you can't be a professional boxer in the Olympics. Yeah. Once you go pro, you can't, except for the NBA. I don't know what that's about. That's confusing, too. Except for the NBA. But, it, but yeah, Simone Biles is technically technically not a professional athlete. Okay. Uh, we what with, else happened? We withdrew from Afghanistan. Yes, um, we did, under under protests. <laughs> which is just... And left a bunch of shit. <laughs> we just left trash. We left everything there. We, we were like, um, it was like we were getting evicted, and uh, we were like, fuck this lease. And this damn rental office. I'm Put, getting out of here. <laughs> we flushed cement down the toilet and moved left. And then they took all our guns and took over two more cities. What kind of shit does America think of when we do stupid stuff like this? Nothing. Very true. What else? What else going on? Uh, the Oh, the Facebook whistleblower. Oh, yeah. We had that. Came out this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was that was big, but it wasn't like the biggest news because it went away really quick. It did. I don't even remember that one. What it else? <laughs> <laughs> I, that, those were the biggest stories. Those are the biggest the stories year. of the year. Um, I, I, I there was like we had we had some good verses this year. Yes, there were some good verses this yeah, year. Yeah, we did have we had um what the com- what's the company that took over verses that bought verses. Is anybody Instagram? Know? No, Instagram didn't buy verse. It's not title. It's the other company. What the company did Jay Z? No, that's not title. Well, the company that bought them bought in a whole lot more uh, value to the to the versus dynamic. So now it's mm-hmm. it feels less like uh, two old people going live and entertaining us from their right. houses. It's it's an actual oh, concert. I didn't know somebody bought it. Is that why they do it in a studio now instead of people going live from their house like yeah. it used to be? Yeah. And, oh, okay. and we're and we're a little le- a little less in the pandemic than we were. You couldn't really you couldn't really expose. <laughs> do, do you not remember Locks versus Dipset at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know that's because someone else bought verses and made it bigger. I thought they just yeah. were I expanding. I think I'm more to do with the uh, with the the COVID levels. Yeah, COVID COVID got better, yeah. and that's what they wanted to turn verses into. Anyway, it was was a concert. It wasn't. It was never supposed to be just. Yeah. Two people sitting in our house and playing music on a boombox. Don't tell, don't tell uh, Teddy Riley and uh, Babyface this stuff, because <laughs> I think they want a second that chance. Started it all. <laughs> they want a that second chance. Teddy Riley had that trash ass internet. Remember that shit? <laughs> Him and Candace got the same internet connection. <laughs> Teddy Riley was on dial up for the very first verse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. But yeah, man. So, Joey, who passed away this year, my friend? It's been, uh, it, it's been, it's been a sad season of, of loss. We lost DMX, and that was around, what was that, March? We, we lost someone named Young Dolph, which I still don't quite under. Yeah, yeah we lost Young Dolph. Um, I don't know who that is. I, that was the first That's time I heard about him. Memphis, right? Yeah, he's, he a, Memphis Memphis? Memphis? he's a Memphis rapper. He's a Memphis rapper. Okay. Um, Nick pulled up on him and shot him in front of a cookie shop. Yeah. God damn. A cookie <clears> shop <throat> he frequents because he, he he wrote about the cookie <clears throat> shop on his Instagram story all the time. So every time he came to the city, he was going to that cookie shop. So they knew where he would be. Damn. And they pulled up on him. Damn. Uh, Norm MacDonald. Yes. Passed away this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Michael K. Williams. Yes. Um, also that Bismarcky. Did, did the Wakanda guy die this year, or was that last year? Did you just call him the Wakanda guy? <laughs> you better put some goddamn respect on Chadwick's name. You, you can know remember, what I'm talking about. You can remember that <laughs> bum ass uh, former <laughs> NFL quarterback's name, but you call him the Wakanda guy. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. He also went to Howard, so I got much respect. I'm just saying, I forgot his name. No, he died. He died last year. He died in 2020. Okay. Um, but you know who did die this year was Robert Downey Jr.'s father. Robert Downey Sr. Robert Downey Sr. died. Yes. In July. He was a pr- producer and director. Yes. Yes. Um, who else? Those were the top names I could recall. And DMX. <laughs> well, we, we said DMX already. Well, we didn't. We didn't mention during the it immemorial. Was the first session. person you said. We didn't mention. You didn't mention the segment. You had because you him. already said it. You say it again. God damn it! He needs as much reverence Hold as on. possible. Was the girl with the glued hair? Was that this year or last year? <laughs> that was Gorilla Glue Girl. Gorilla Glue Girl was this year. Yes. I think that was this year, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Y'all forgot to mention that. That was like the biggest social media thing of the year. She was an idiot. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She was an idiot. Uh, Who else passed that we we would know, Joey? Uh, You're jumping around on me. Who else passed that we would know? We were on passed away people. Hey, there's a lot of different lists (laughs) here in front of me. I'm trying to coordinate. See, this is... I can't accidentally end up on the birthday list. We talk about (laughs) death. Blake Lively's dad died. Part is too sad. I don't want to stay on this for long. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah there wasn't that many. A uh, uh, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. He looked like he was already dead anyway. Um, <laughs> like that's it. I don't have any major other. Uh, oh, Jessica Walter. Jessica Walter was the other one. Yes. Yes. When you list the deaths, it should be ones that are shocking and unexpected, not like somebody who was 98 years old. Well, most of those were except for Prince Philip. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everybody you know, else. Do you have to go? Is everything okay with your mom? Bro, we forgot Cicely Tyson. Oh, she shit. did pass this year. Yep. Hey. And I'm Bob just, Dole. And Bob Dole. I'm just going. I didn't know Bob Dole passed. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they just had a funeral for him recently. I'm sorry. I'm going through this list, and it's not well organized. There's a lot of names that are not worth mentioning. Trash names. Anymore. All right, well, fine. Here's what we'll do, Joey. Here's what we do. You Good birthdays. You came to me with a bunch of birthdays for the end of the oh, year. Uh, Rush Limbaugh died. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, wait. I got to do that right. After the Congressional Medal of Honor or the Purple Heart or whatever the fuck they gave him. No, I can't do that. Larry died. Flint died, too. <laughs> Hustler died? Hustler died. I thought he died a couple years ago. Dustin Diamond died? He did die. Screech oh, died. yeah. Screech. I forgot he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, Cloris Leachman died. But, what I mean, did he die of? Was it an overdose? Uh, 
He was he diagnosed with brutal disease. Uh, wait, wait, wait. He had stage four cancer. He had cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Larry King. Uh-huh. Hank Aaron died. Hank Aaron. Hank, Hank Aaron. Yeah. Hank Aaron. Baseball player. Yep. Baseball player. Okay. And then uh, Desmond Tutu. Yes, Desmond oh, Tutu died Richard last week. Desmond Tutu. But he's also like 100, right? Like he's in his 90s, yeah. I want to say, or 80s. Yeah, I think so. Larry King. Yeah. Candace don't care about old people dying. That's kind of weird. I'm <laughs> Candace like, hey, old people die. It's fine. Um, it's like, what? <laughs> dude from uh, Quantum Leap died. Uh, Sam. No, not Sam. Um, Al. Al. Al from Quantum Leap died. That's right. We talked Dean about Stockton. Him. Dean Stockton. Dean Stockton, yes. We talked about that on an episode. Yes, we did. That's why we weird did not mention Which, it now. Know, <laughs> yes, who did. didn't die? Betty White, and she's turning 100 this year. Don't jinx it. Betty Come White's on. Never gonna die. She's never going to die. No. Y'all, y'all, y'all just setting her up her. right now. No, Betty White's definitely going to make it to 100. She's going to outlast a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It's going to outlast your internet. What's... Yeah, you're not, you're not, your voice is going out. You getting sucked into the Matrix? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of franchises that died, the Matrix put a movie out that shouldn't have come out in 2021. It was, a, it was a horrible fucking movie. Man. I went to sleep five times on that trash ass movie. You know what? I actually, it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was bad, though. I was Yeah, but I was expecting it to be Worse. really bad. Yeah. Um, I actually, is it in theaters or is it on like HBO Plus? Where, where can I see it? HBO Max. It's, on, it's in both, but I would, go, I would do not go to the theater for it. You nah. will be upset. All right. Um, don't, don't waste 20 on that. But uh, I actually could appreciate what they were trying to do. It just yeah. was poorly executed. Unlike Spider-Man, which went over a billion dollars yes. in a single-handedly saving movies. Speaking of Spider-Man, it is t- today is Stan Lee's birthday. Did you know that? I didn't know today was Stan Lee's birthday. I found that out because I was reading an article about the like Easter eggs in the movie, and there's a license plate that is his birthday, and it said 1228, and it's 1228. Oh, man. Speak in that, and then I noticed that there were like about 50 other celebrity birthdays being celebrated today. Really? This list is crazy. Yeah. December 28th is like an insane birthday day. Denzel Washington, Stan Lee, mm-hmm. John Legend, Woodrow Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had Joe Mangianello, uh, mm-hmm. Seth Meyers, Nichelle mm-hmm. uh, Nichols, and Adam Vinatieri. All today. Wow. That's a strong list. That's a, strong, that's a pretty strong game list, Joey. Um, but yeah. you know what? And I feel like I'm missing some people. Of course you are. You, you never get everybody. It's fine. I can't help. Whoever who makes these lists. <laughs> they make these lists and you're thinking you're going to go and find like all relevant people at the top. No, I'm like, I, there's there's like 10 people in the top 30 that I have never heard of. Hey, I, you don't need to know everybody. I don't know. all. I don't know half the people we talked about tonight. If I ain't know that name. I ain't saying it. Um, Candace is about Wi-Fi died. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we've come to that point in the show, Joey. We're at the end, man. Okay, it's been a, it's been a long year, and we've come to the end of the of the dot comedy season four. Uh, we're gonna take quick. We're gonna take a hiatus. We're gonna be gone for a couple of weeks, folks. Don't be sad about it. Um, you got plenty of episodes to listen to. We got. I just checked the other day, Joe. We have 172 episodes in our SoundCloud. You want to go into the deep archives? And go find into it. the archives and oh found. My God. Find out how really bad we used to be. <laughs> if you, 
if you really want to know about the Die Comedy Podcast, go back to some of those old episodes. Like we would have, we would have obscure guests. Do you remember that? In our, Do you remember the house. last couple seasons of uh, of uh, Entourage where Ari was getting sued for harassment? Yes, that's basically the first like three first season of the Die Comedy Podcast. Yes, the first season, the first hundred and hundred and ten episodes are all us trying our best to get canceled. It is the worst. It's probably the most problematic stuff you can ever see. But again, it was fun for us. So we, you, you guys got a couple weeks where you can go back and deep dive into it. And then when we come back, we may be canceled, Joey Lafaro. But we're looking forward to 2022. Um, D-Lo, what's on the horizon for you in 2022? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I'm just trying to not have COVID in 22. That's pretty much hey, it. I can understand that for sure. Uh, Joey predictions co- uh, wishes wants yes uh, I have here's what I know 2022 is not my year I am, <laughs> I am disavowing <laughs> and disclaiming uh, there will not be a new year new me okay uh, there will not be I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to go the opposite I'm gonna do I'm gonna reverse psychology <laughs> 2022 <laughs> and hope for the best hey that's the best way to do it man um, but DJ Marcus I'm trying to finish out 2021. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But Joey for DJ Marcus, it's going to be pretty simple. Mm. 2022. I just want it to be about all the things that I couldn't do in 2021 mm-hmm. or 2020. Um, as I told, I told my girlfriend this mm. the other day because she asked me the same question. I said it. My motto for New Year's was always previously FBGM, and she said, "Well, what?" And I was like, "And since uh-huh. I, since Football I have a game manager, no, 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 no." <laughs> and since I have a girlfriend now, it's just GM. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> And she lo- she looked it up. I put it. I pulled it up on my phone and showed it to her. She was like, "You are ridiculous." <laughs> so, so I will say it for everybody. My my New Year's resolution, and I hope for twenty twenty one is a whole lot of GM for everybody. If you can do it, get it. If you can get it, be happy with it and find somebody to share the next New Year with. For mm. DJ Marcus, Joey Lafaro, Candace August. Where can they find you once again, D-Lo? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ray Cuplo, R-E-D-C-U-P-L-O. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Joey, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at LaFaro Comedy on Instagram. Awesome. And they can find Candace anywhere on the internet at just at just Candace. Oh, man. You can find DJ Marcus on the internet as well. I will also, during the, during our brief hiatus... I will be working at the Ha Ha Hole. Um, that comic you mentioned from Fredericksburg, he's my opening act. Oh. Um, I do know him. Okay. Uh, he's the only comic in Fredericksburg. Okay. So come on out to the Ha Ha Hole every Thursday between 2 and 6. I thought you said they moved it to uh, Harrisonville. or uh, We moved it to, to Hagerstown for a couple Way weeks. Way to dig in the next Ha Ha Hole. <laughs> the Ha Ha Hole just migrates. The Ha Ha Hole, where laughs go to get buried a lot. <laughs> But yes, we are the Dot Comedy family, and we, like I said, folks, we'll be taking a quick break, but we will be back with more fun and more thrills on the 
Dot Comedy Podcast.